1: And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Tits. your Monday, August 15th edition. Got a 10-game banger for you to get the week started. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Uh, A lot of baseball action, golf in the bag, preseason week one, all up and done. So lots of good stuff going on over there. If you have any questions for the DFS action, for the season-long fantasy content, I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. Join us in the free Fancy DJs Discord. Give the podcast a rate and review on iTunes or whatever platform you choose to listen. If you're watching it on the old YouTube, give it the old thumbs up, and a comment would be great as well. Season-long fancy baseball benched with Bubba coming at you twice again this week. Episode 500 coming up later this week, so lots of fun stuff there also. All right, 10 games for you on your Monday. Your totals on this 10-game slate, Cubs-Nationals 8, Orioles-Jays 9, Mets Braves 8, Royals Twins 8.5, A's Rangers 8, Dodgers Brewers 8, Mariners Angels 6.5. So a whole lot of 8s involved in that slate of action. And let's talk pitching and, you know, we joke about it. DK's done it right for a while now. Shohei Otani is your most expensive pitcher on this slate at home against the Seattle Mariners at $10,300. He's got like a 20.4, it feels like these days. It's been ridiculous. Facing Seattle, striking out almost 22% of the time versus righties this past month in 208 With a 91 WRC Plus, if you want to pay for Shohei, not going to argue that with you. The total on that game is six and a half. The lowest on the slate is Shohei versus Luis Castillo, an absolute barn burner of a game to watch. So if you want to go with Shohei, you can. I think you can save a few shekels and get some other really, really good pitchers, some strong pitching on this slate. So if you want to go Shohei, zero problem. If you want to go Garrett Cole at 10-1 versus the Rays, I got zero problem. Cole's a beast. The fact he's not the highest-priced pitcher on a slate is pretty bonkers, but... Tampa Bay striking in almost 24% of the time versus righties, 234 average, 104 WRC+. plus. Uh, you know, you might have an argument for Cole over Otani. You could easily do that. Save 200 bucks, and Cole's just been a lights-out machine, but so is Otani. So both really good spots. If you don't say you start your night with the one, the only, Luis Castillo, 9200 bucks at the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Since he's come over from Cincinnati, absolutely filthy. just been great. He got the Yankees twice. Even with Cincinnati, he's put up 20-plus points in two, four, six, seven straight starts. He's just been beast mode, one-on-one. The strikeouts have been there in a big way, and he gets to play the Angels. Striking out 24.5% of the time versus righties, 226 average, 92 WRC+. plus. Castillo's in a phenomenal spot at 9200 bucks. if you want to go there. I'm always a Spencer Strider fan. It's total GPP play because it's all or nothing. Is he efficient enough to go deep? All those kind of questions. So tournaments, sure. Otherwise, avoid and, and go with caution. Freddie Peralta's interesting versus the Dodgers because of the price point, but they're still slow playing him. 67 pitches, 65 pitches. I just don't see him going deep enough to be effective. So I wouldn't get too cute with that one. In tournaments, though, you got a couple of really fun options here. You got Josiah Gray at 79. Super risky. Has not shown that ceiling in quite some time. But Joe Ryan at 73. Massive flyball guy. Got dismantled by the Dodgers, which is you'd expect but then beat up Detroit twice, got beat up by San Diego. It's like teams that should beat them up, beat them up. Teams that probably shouldn't, don't. Well, facing the Royals, teams that shouldn't. 24% K rate versus righties, 245 average. They have a 139 ISO, 91 WRC plus versus righties. You know, Pascantino, Melendez, Salvi, even Prado. There's a bunch of dudes that are starting to rake for Kansas City, but also a ton of swing and miss in that lineup. So for $7,300, there is some serious upside in a tournament with Joe Ryan, Alex Cobb at 7K is always a fun one. You know, you know, 15 point ish Floyd at 14 and a half his last time after back to back 20 plus, including a 30 plus point performance. Uh, he's not going to completely destroy you, but he's got some bad outings under his belt. There's no sugarcoating that. But he's got a ceiling that most guys in his price range don't have. And that's something to keep in mind. Arizona's not striking out a lot lately, though. 18% K rate over the last month for ride. Right. He's hitting 249 with a 102 WRC plus. But at, at Cobb's price point, I can be in play on him at 7,000. I prefer the ceiling of Joe Ryan. That intrigues me a lot, but uh, both are okay. And then your punt on this slate, as weird as it may sound to some, but I was doing fab work for the week, and I dug in on Chris Bubich. And Buby has put up 16 or more points in five straight starts. He's 6,700 bucks. That pays the bills, folks. He's uh, He's got a couple 20s in there. He's been, and this is the White Sox, the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Rays, and the Blue Jays at Toronto, at New York. Not complete pushovers in these departments. And he's getting you basically 16 plus points. That's pretty impressive from Chris Buick, who we at one point we thought was just a complete batting practice pitcher. And could he revert back to that? Of course. But he's facing Minnesota, 23.5% carry the past month versus lefties, hitting 229 with a 98 WRC plus. They do have a 172 ISO. So lots of pop versus lefties. But Buick is getting it done. Five to six innings, getting you about a strikeout an inning, limiting the damage. Uh, I don't mind him as a punt at 6,700. So recapping, Otani and Cole, both elite plays. Zero, probably the one. Cole's 200 cheaper. Both really good. I prefer, honestly, saving a few shekels and going to Luis Castillo at 92. You can go there, but zero problem with Otani or Cole. No problem at all. Um, Striders, GPP for sure, but only GPP. Joe Ryan at 73 is enticing. Alex Cobb, I don't mind. I prefer Ryan over Cobb. But the cheap punt I like is Chris Bubich at 67, and it allows you a lot of bats with a guy with the potential. Here's the difference, though. So Bubich, remember, 15 to 20 points, where we've literally seen Cobb go 20 and 30 points recently. We've seen John Gray go big. So that's kind of the difference. Like, Bubich has provided a better consistent floor right now, and, you know, 20 points from a 6,700 bucks guy would be awesome. Alex Cobb might get you 10, but we've seen him get you 30. That's the difference between the two. Arizona's not striking out a lot. Minnesota strikes out twenty three point five percent of the time versus lefties. You weigh these options out, see what the lineups come out like. Maybe we'll get some upper hands in those scenarios too. So uh, just just look at those. But that's kind of how you can differentiate down below here. All right, recapping or no hitters, 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 hitters on this ten game slate for you. Catchers position. We'll start things off. Josiah Gray does throw a lot of home run balls. So Wilson Contreras, if you want to be contrarian, don't mind him at fifty eight. You probably don't have to spend that much. I'd honestly rather get, like, Adley Rushman at 47 or even Salvi Perez versus a fly ball pitcher like Joe Ryan at 46. Adley Rushman's just been beast mode. So I kind of like him at 47 if I'm paying up at the position. Otherwise, your Salvi Perez and your MJ Melendez are hitting really well. Could, could be a very, very good spot. Uh, cheaper than 4K, though, you got Danny Jansen at 39 versus Braddish. You can definitely attack Braddish. Don't mind that. I will say the White Sox have been very disappointing – I did not mention Urkeidi because he has had some interesting splits home road and he is on the road. So if you want to be contrarian with the White Sox, Grandall at 36 is in play. I just they've just been so inconsistent. It's tough to like circle the wagons on that. Jose Trevino at 2,800 bucks versus the lefty Yarborough. I love attacking Yarborough anytime I can. The Yankees should be very popular. Um, but if you don't want to go Trevino versus Yarborough and Joey Bart is in the lineup for the Giants against Bumgarner at 27, sign me up. Now, Bubich used to be a massive home run guy, like we said, and that could revert at any moment. So I'll say it, like I say, every time because he's too cheap for tournaments only is Gary Sanchez at 2600 bucks. Could legit go for four worth 4Ks, four but we've seen what he can do on tournaments. And his price point, it's game changer stuff. If you can punt catcher and get at least a home run out of him, that is tremendous. I know it sounds pretty simple, but it just does so much for your lineup. There's so much for everything. So something to think. That's where like, in tournaments, Gary's like, I'm putting the position. In reality, if I punt catcher and he gets me a zero, and I do find everywhere else, that's fine. When I won the 50K, I had JT Real Muto at catcher put up a zero. So I didn't even punt, and I got a zero at catcher, still won the whole goddamn thing. So it's very possible. I'd rather punt and get a zero, but I'm just trying to explain to you the catcher's position is such a volatile position that if you can get away with it, that's the the position for me to go to. Obviously, you could get a zero anywhere and be fine, but uh, that's why I like to punt catcher if I can. A guy like Gary Sanchez, Joey Bart, um, and uh, Trevino, all below 3K, give you three pretty solid punt options at the position. Uh, first base position for you. you got Vladito at 6K, not bad at all, versus Bradish. Bradish is not good. So I can see Toronto's has been another team that's all or nothing, which is very tilting, but it's a good spot if you want to go that direction. But Anthony Rizzo at 53 might get no, like, um, as a popular Yankees thing, Rizzo might not get there. Rizzo crushes lefties. Do not ignore that. crushes lefties. He's got the short portion right tonight. So Rizzo at 53 is an intriguing, hopefully lower owned piece of a very, very popular New York stack. So keep that one in mind. Um going down farther, they're like, oh, I respect Carrasco and not enough not to go Matt Olsen, but Matt Olson is on a home run barrage right now. So if you believe in he's streaking, well, Matt Olson is streaking right now. So if you want to jump on the train, knock yourself out. Other options, Jose Braves, 46 first Talked about that a second ago. Um Luke Voigt. I'm not looking to target Strowman, so I'll be uh, kind of avoid that one. Uh Jose Miranda though at 3500 bucks for Spubick. Miranda's first base, third base. That's definitely an option for you, Seth Brown, our dog. He's got a righty on the mountain, Glenn Otto. Seth Brown is 33. Load up. Seth Brown at 33. Big fan of that, as usual, in those situations. Uh, Manessas of Washington. He's first base Alfred Elves, what, 31. He's a good punt, throwing a lot of pops and it's getting called up from Triple-A. He would strictly be a punt. I'm not looking to stack Washington for Strowman. Strowman might not be great anymore, but he's also not like getting blown up where a stack is productive. So it's all about one-offs and values. And that's where Manessis at $3,100 comes into play. If you're fading Caprillion, Nathaniel Lowe's still cheap at 29 That's an option for you. Uh, some other cheapies though, Vinny Pascantino is only 2100 bucks, And Vinny Pascantino is raking folks 26 5, 16 6, 19 16, even a zero, an 11, a nine. The dude's been like 2400 bucks or less every one of those games, and he is crushing baseballs. Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. He's hit safely in 10 of his last 12. He's twenty one hundred dollars. He's got Joe Ryan, a heavy fly ball guy. He might get schooled by Joe Ryan. At the same time, you look at that production at twenty one hundred dollars. That is a phenomenal value in cash games in tournaments. That's a great value. He should not be priced at twenty one. At least give him like twenty nine or three k. Like twenty one is just. It's not like he's done it one or two games. He legit has been doing this for almost two weeks now. So it's time to put up or shut up. DraftKings. Very simple. Uh, second base you got Altuve if you want against Cueto. That's just fine. But Morel of Chicago has really been raking. If you look at his quality contact metrics, lots of good barrels, lots of good hard contact. So second base outfield at fifty three hundred bucks would be a guy to uh to take a peek at. Uh, a few others for you on this one. Uh, Glaber Torres has been scuffling, but it's Ryan Yarborough. now. Yarborough won't go deep, so then you got the Rays bullpen, and that is stressful. So it's a reason to not really stack the Yankees and avoid the chalk. But they could legit put up like 10 off of Yarborough if he's the off. So it's a tilting spot. I probably won't. It's like stacking coolers. I probably won't stock the Yankees because they'll be very popular. But if you are, these are the guys you want to attack. I'd rather instead of pay 45 for Glaber, give me 43 for Thyro Estrada with the walk off ding dong on Sunday. He gets mad bum. That's a place I'd like to go with Thyro Estrada at $4,300. Uh, going below 4K now, you got um, Luis Fringifo. It's first Castillo though. So cancel that thought um David that's against Castillo as well man the guys I'd like to look oh Ramon Urias second base third base at 3K versus Kikuchi. that is definitely a spot you could look to attack i like that for some value at the position other than that though not a whole heck of a lot nick madrigal could be okay for dfs like uh for season long i'm not a fan cuz he's no power at all but the dude's hitting like 400 since he returned from the il but then you look at it 62803612 1611 those last three games he's got double digit points but he just doesn't do much with his hits but 2100 bucks for josiah gray it's a punt not one of my favorite punts let's put it that way like it's a punt but don't get overly excited third base position for you um austin riley versus Carrasco. i just like riley almost anytime bregman versus quato's fine at 49 bobby witt uh, is okay i prefer some other guys he's 4800 bucks but it's fine but in reality, Matt Chapman at 47 is a guy I'd I like to go to. Like him and Riley, just like that consistency I love to see. Um, you know, Donaldson's down there at 42. Uh, Longo versus Mad Bum at 39 is definitely a place to go uh, in this. Like the Giants, I just I'm a sucker for the Giants in this situation. If JD Davis is in the lineup, I don't like how they're not playing him every day. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. But J.D. Davis at $2,800 versus Bumgarner, don't tell me about his splits. I get it. But you traded for the young kid, play him. Like, it's simple. You're not going to the playoffs. Um, But J.D. Davis, $2,800 versus Bumgarner, I'm a fan of that. And also, if you guys follow me on Twitter and you see my season-long fantasy content, Emmanuel Rivera is crushing baseballs for Arizona. I've been writing about it all week. I've been talking about it on podcasts. I've been tweeting about it. I added them all over the place on Sunday night. He is crushing baseballs, not just because they played in Coors, even before Coors. Emmanuel Rivera is 2300 bucks against Alex Cobb. So that is a great, like, a, that's Pascantino esque value. That's why I don't think you needed to punt with Madrigal, but Pascantino at 21, Rivera at 23, great values. Like, you could make an all value lineup, might not be stack oriented, but an all value lineup that has a massive ceiling and get like Cole and Otani or Castillo and Cole. Or just go Castillo and Otani to take that game out of the books. We saw it work for Castillo and Cole. Like These are options you could do and just punt with some of these dudes and still be able to have a very sexy lineup. Shortstop position for you here. You got Trey Turner if you want. But Corey Seager at 51 is a good payoff spot. Semo's Willie. Uh, no, Corey Seager is a good payoff spot. Um, I'll keep playing Bo Bichette. He's up to 48. He's getting closer to 5K, folks. Getting closer. But Shed uh, at 48 is someone I like quite a bit as well. Don't mind Carlos Correa versus Bubich. I still like Bubich as a punt, but if you're not going to do there's some good. There's a reason why when we talked about the, the twins, they strike out a lot versus lefties. Not a great average, not a great WRC+. plus. Very good iso. These guys have a ton of power versus lefties. Overall production, not the best. So Correa at 44 is fine, like Thyro Estrada at 43 as well. Jorge Mateo, King Mateo is 3600 bucks versus Kikuchi. So I'm on board with that one too. Heading in the outfield for you. Judge is always fine, especially against like Garborough. But um, Jordan Alvarez is 61. Nice to see him get back off the schneid. Um, that'd be good. Uh, Teoscar at 52. I'm just waiting for that to happen, but it just hasn't. That's a, a disappointment one for me. But um, Sed Mullins versus Kikuchi at 5K. I don't mind that. Kyle Tucker really smoking the ball. He's 4700 bucks versus Cueto. You can get on board there. Uh, Eloy Jimenez is still hitting. He's 4400 bucks. Not bad. Uh, Michael Harris Jr. Carrasco is good enough, but Carrasco has gotten beat up lately, so keep an eye on that. But Michael Harris at 43, MJ Melendez at 43 uh, are both in play. Going below 4K now. Um, you got you know Cody Bellinger in a tournament at 39. is actually kind of starting to hit the baseball. But Austin Slater should be leading off for the Giants. He's 3700 bucks for his mad bum. Aledemus Diaz is hitting everything. Like I've been adding him in leagues and deeper leagues right now for season long. He's 3,600 bucks for his Johnny Cueto. He is hitting everything. Jake McCarthy, like, you can almost stack the Giants D backs game. That's just scary. Like, if you think Cobb does not have it, Jake McCarthy's getting on and stealing a lot of bases. So he can put up some points for you. He's 3,500 bucks. I'm not saying stack that game, but you could live in a world where I wouldn't be shocked if somehow that game ends up like seven to six. I really wouldn't. So um, Jake McCarthy at 3,500. I could also see that game in the Two to nothing, so it's an ugly baseball game with two ugly teams. That's just how that works. Uh, a couple other options for you in tournaments. Joey Gallo is starting to do just enough to be tournament relevant again. The way I think about Gary Sanchez in tournaments, that's Joey Gallo when he's thirty three hundred bucks. Like it's boomer bust, but thirty three hundred bucks for a guy that could put up twenty plus points. That's that's tournament value. That's what that that's what we're talking about there. So keep him in mind. I like the Pasquantinos and Rivera's more, but keep him in mind. Same with Fran Morales since he's come over to the Cubs, actually hitting well. Still striking out a ton, but hitting well. He's 2900 bucks versus Josiah Gray. Uh, a few others down here, probably. You know, check the lineups because some of these guys are getting like Tyron Taylor used to be a for sure thing, but now he's in and out of the lineup. So Lamont Wade probably doesn't play with the lefty bum runner on the mound, but he had a big weekend. So we'll all be playing some Lamont Wade in the coming days. So yeah, check your lineups, see what else pops up for you here recapping your pitching on this one, you got Otani and Cole up top at 10-3 and 10-1, both phenomenal plays, zero problem with either one. But if you want to save some money, Luis Castillo at 92 is just fine, just fine for us in the slate. I think he has just as high a ceiling as the other guys, so I have no problem saving some cash there. You can play Spencer Strider in, in uh, tournaments. You just got to hope he goes deep, and that's what makes him tournament-only, not a cash play. Uh, Joe Ryan at 73 is okay, Alex Cobb at 7K, and then Chris Bubik is your punt at 70 or 67. So I prefer like a Buwitch castillo or like I said, with all the value, you can get a combination of Castillo, Cole, and Otani and make it work just fine. Your bats on this slate, the Cubs versus Josiah Gray is okay. Not a top spot. Yankees will be a very popular spot. Don't mind Toronto versus Braddish either, but, um, Kansas City's enticing versus Joe Ryan, I'll be honest. Very enticing in that one. Oakland a little bit enticing, especially like the Seth Browns of the world and stuff. But it's tough to play Seth Brown at 33. As much as I love Seth Brown, as much as he's been a monster for us, when you can play Pascantino at 21. Like that is a miss price on Pascantino against Jose Architi or against um against Joe Ryan. I know Ryan's been a hit and miss, but Pasc has been crushing it. So get some Italian beef, get some Italian breakfast, whatever you call him, and make it happen. Uh Houston versus Cueto. I might keep attacking Cueto. I don't know how this keeps happening. Uh, and then that Arizona Giants game. Giants, I prefer versus Bumgarner, but Arizona versus Cobb. Like, Cobb has his good starts, but also not. And that Giants bullpen is just so inconsistent right now. So, that's an enticing late-night spot. So, interesting slate. There's some good pitching, some interesting stack stuff. Nothing that's like for sure, for sure, except the Yankees will be very popular. So, you can pivot off of that. But should be a fun one. should be a very, very fun one to kick off the Week 10 Gamer on a Monday if you have any questions, I'm on Twitter, at BD uh, hit us up on the free Fantasy DJ's Discord. Give the podcast a rate and review on iTunes or Spotify. If you're watching the video, give the old thumbs up and give a comment in the comment section. But other than that, guys, you guys have a great Monday, and I will be back with you guys tomorrow night for MLB DFS Quick Hits, August 15th edition. <laughs>